The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hello, and welcome to the Child Free and Childless Alliance panel. I'm Cody. I'll be one of your co-moderators today. And I am Lenora, the other co-moderator for today. <laughs> Thank you, you to our sponsors. We have our presenting sponsor, Child Free Media, our champion level sponsor, Child Free Wealth. 365 Diversity is another sponsor, along with Best Child Free Life Possible, found on the Facebook groups. Buy Child Free, Buy Child Free for merchandise, Child Free Family, Child Free Journals, StopHavingKids.org, StreamYard, and uh, two novels, The Age of the Child by Kristen Tetsy and Wild Egg by Jennifer Flint. And our disclaimer, the opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of the event or its affiliates. All right. Now that that's out of the way, let's pull some speakers up here. Denise. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. So we will just Hi, kick it off. Real easy. Let's tell us about yourself and we'll start at the top. Uh, Denise. Hello. Um, my name is Denise Falkin. I'm happily child free. I'm 54 and I'm in, an independent photographer from Brighton, UK. Um, I have a history of photographing disenfranchised people. Um, and seven years ago, I decided to document the childless and child free movement. Um, I share my work in the photography world, the art world and, and newspapers as well. Um, I've exhibited in the UK and Europe and I'm working towards getting my um, work over to the USA. I'm the author and photographer of the book um, Mum's Not the Word and over a period of four years I photographed 50 women positions in the fetal position from my studio where I am now. Um, and I'm currently shooting Dad's Not the Word, but I'm still at only at 10 with that. And I'm also working on a new child-free series. All right. That sounds exciting. Thank you. Sharonda, you're muted at the moment. There you go. Hello there. I am Sharonda Ford. I am a speaker, author, counselor, and coach. I became a part of the childless movement, um, not by choice, uh, started about 16 years ago. I am also the author of Chasing Rainbows, a book about my personal journey with infertility and podcast, podcast host of That Infertility Chick, uh, which is also a podcast where I invite women to share their voice and talk about their journey. I... Uh, own a group therapy practice and I help women to amplify their voice um, who've suffered in silence through trauma. Um, so I am excited about the journey. I talk about it. I um, always say I am childless at this time, but I never know what the future holds. Um, and so I'm here to hold space uh, for women who are uncertain of their journey and to support them and advocate them for whatever decision they make. Awesome. And Christine. Hi, I'm Christine Erickson, and I'm from the United States. I'm based in Central California, and I identify my journey as childless by circumstance. However, um, as we'll get into this uh, conversation, I'm at a place 
of acceptance and also based on the work that I do, I'm, I'm rethinking all these terms and it's sort of how I self-identify at the same time. Um, I'm a leadership coach and executive coach and leadership advisor in my other work. And on the side, I do advocacy, policy advocacy and DEIB work for the childless child-free community. Excellent. Liliana? Yes, I am Liliana Garcellotti. I'm from Italy, born and raised. I lived in different countries for the past 20 years. I'm an expat. I currently live in Quebec City, Canada. I was working in the nonprofit sector for about 15 years, and then I switched to executive coaching first. And now I coach women that are going through a transition in their life, and especially the ones that are child-free uh, by circumstances. I define myself as child-free by circumstances. It took me about 10 years to get to this point. So um, I feel very happy to have gotten to the point where I am now. So thank you. Thank you. And Joby. Hello, my name is Joby Tyson, and I am the founder of Tutum Global, a wellness platform for involuntarily childless women. I am also the publisher of Tutum Journal, a magazine, a quarterly magazine for childless women and a podcast host of um, two podcasts as told by Childless Women and Tutum Talks. And I am a sociocultural and anthropologist that do, and I do studies on invol involuntary childlessness, uh, female childlessness, infertility, and hidden links to infertility. And um, I'm happy to be here. I'm also a wellness coach that focuses on cognitive behavioral therapy and um, I'm happy to be here and thanks for having me. Thank you. So what similarities do you see between the child-free and between and the childless communities? Uh, Denise, we'll start with you. Um, we share the same stigma and ask the same intrusive questions. For example, why do you not have children? Um, I always open the church. Free, uh, but some, some people it's hidden um, and they don't really like revealing that. Uh, we do have um, a connection and I felt this when I was doing my projects, um, Mum's Not the Word, which is also a photo book. Um, and I'd kind of get people coming down that to Brighton to be photographed that were complete strangers, but we always found, even with the childless free there was always this instant connection and I think this is because I was offering a space a safe space to be represented in a society that ignores and stigmatizes um, several women for both sides of the fence have said afterwards they felt empowered after a photo shoot with me um, I know childless women who um, have kind of come to accept their childless status and now are child-free or no one I've worked with and also are referred to all of our portions um, and then they're okay a bit, bit like being child-free but we're on the other end of the spectrum um, child-free to my participants said they regret not having grandchildren so that puts them back into being childless. Interesting. Um, I want to revisit the grandchild mm -hmm. section. Uh, Sharonda, go ahead. Uh, I think uh, along the same line, there's a misunderstanding. I talk a lot about what not to say, what not to ask. We um, that I think there's a misunderstanding of what it means to be child-free and what it means to be childless, and people don't understand even the involuntary circumstances of being childless. 
or child free. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel mm -hmm. that there's an ignorance of what else can you do? What have you done? What should you do to change the circumstance of being childless or child free? And so I find that we run those those parallels together and just the pain and uh, that silent suffering that comes along with that stigma, especially when there's an involuntary um, childlessness. Christine, go ahead. Yeah, I would echo what's been said already. And um, I think the greatest similarity is that, you know, we've kind of gotten into these two camps of child-free and childless and that both um, run the gamut of the full spectrum. So I think in that way, there's this um, collective similarity, if you will. And then I think from my perspective, when I look at policy or other spaces where we're impacted, that impact is the same regardless of how we came to not have children. And so I tend to look at that space a lot. Where, where are we not only alike, but how are we similarly impacted? Liliana, go ahead. Yeah, along with what Christine was saying, um, when I started my group uh, on Facebook, which is Redefining Child Free and Single, and I was single at that time, I wanted to combine the child free women with the child free by circumstances or the childless. And I don't think to me it matters necessarily the term. Like I personally choose to say I'm child free by circumstances, but I think it's important to acknowledge how we feel. And if you feel that you are childless by circumstances, it's fine to use that term. I think what brings us together is like Christine was saying, we can be united in teaching people that we are normal human being. And we talked about this in, in the convention and other panels where we, we love, we care, we, we have um, maybe other type of family ties, we have friends, we, we take care of parents, or, or maybe we don't take care of anybody, and that's fine too. But I think it's important to normalize who we are, whether you say you're child-free, childless, I think it's really important to be together. Yeah. And Joby, go ahead. What, what was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, what are the similarities between that you, you've seen between the child-free and the childless communities? Okay, well, I guess the obvious is neither have children, um, but both are often stigmatized in society and undermined by society's inability to separate womanhood and motherhood. And I always say motherhood is, um, does not equate womanhood. And um, so that's a big thing. And a lot of times, even with what I do, I interview women who are also childless or child-free by choice because it's important for us to bridge the gap. And that's why I was um, interested in this panel to bridge the gap between us and create conversations because both of us are stigmatized in society and religion and family. And this is just something that we really need to normalize and talk about more so it's not stigmatized as much because I found that our silence can also perpetuate stigmas. So uh, just individually, what is your definition of both childless and of child free? And there's no wrong answer here. <laughs> so Denise, you, you go first. <laughs> um, Childless people, men, women, non-binary, can't have children but still want, um, have experienced infertility by themselves or their partner, uh, gone through IVF 
unsuccessfully, are grieving the child that they never had or miscarried, uh, or are traumatised by their childless status. Um, that's kind of the experience of all the people that I've met. And then in terms of the child free, somebody who's made the choice not to have children, no regrets. That's how I see myself. Um, and are creating through photography, art, music, gardening, making, etc. Um, I feel the child free are more relaxed. Um, some are so relaxed that they never even thought it's an issue having not, not having children. Um, some might consciously decide not to have children for environmental reasons or had traumatic um, childhoods. The child free have a strong dislike. Well, there is a group of them that have a really strong dislike to babies and people with children, and they're really, really militant about it. And I feel very comfortable around that. I feel that everybody has their choice, and we should, you know, respect other people's choices um, and then this childless have moved over to child free after them finding acceptance which I see that some of the panel said that as well. Yeah and Sharonda what do you think? I think it really depends on who's saying it. Um, I think child childless for me and the and within the community of women that I speak to are women who have maybe had uh, experience with infertility, but also or in addition to um, have lost children. So infertility or miscarriage or stillbirth. A lot of times people uh, struggle to say whether they should say Happy Mother's Day or whether they should acknowledge you as a mother. And I think for women who have lost children, um, they they consider themselves childless because they no longer have that child that they carried or that they were um, expecting to bring to um, full time. And then for child free, uh, those seem to be more, in my experience, of women who choose that by choice, um, again, either environmentally or uh, just have made decisions based on life circumstances or what they believe is best for them and their future not to have children. And um, in, in addition to that, I hear people whose children are grown up and they're all out of the house who consider themselves, well, I'm child free now, or um, they, they're sometimes people who have had children, but their children are no longer in the home. So I think that there, um, there is some uh, gray area there with child and child-free, but within the scope of the women that I'm speaking to more regularly, childless is people who've experienced loss or with that great desire to have children or to be um, a mother by, by biologically, um, and that hasn't happened for them. Okay. And uh, Christine. Yeah. So as we've created this sort of binary, I guess I have very short definition because um, and I love uh, what every what Denise and Sharonda have said because of because of that spectrum. And I think because these terms, uh, in my perspective, came about because there was an invisibility and there were assumptions, right? And even among ourselves. And so then the question was not, do you have children, but why don't you? Um, so then we sim simplified it with these terms of, I would say somebody who identifies as childless is somebody who wanted to have a child and didn't, wasn't able to, or lost a child. Um, and somebody who is child free, I would define as somebody who is making a clear choice not to have children or who is in a different space of acceptance around not having children. I think sometimes the you know, your circumstances change. There are, as much as I grieved not having a child, there are many days that I'm like, thank God I'm not dealing with that. Or, well, what would that have been like? You know, so I, I'm, I'm in some middle ground here. Um, 
And I do think it's important to acknowledge all of those circumstances. I think there are circumstances on both sides. Um, so I think, again, back to the similarity, there are a spectrum in, there's a, a full spectrum in both terms. Yeah. And Liliana. Well, uh, what can I say? I think a lot of you already <laughs> said a lot. Uh, when I think of childless, I remember making a video for my group and I said, yeah, I associate that term with less, uh, but that's again, it depends on the feeling. If, if I feel like I never been married and I never been to IVF. So I think everybody's journey is different and we have to respect that journey and we have to be with, you know, when I, when I coach women, I'm with them at their level, at their journey. So for me to say I'm child-free by circumstances is okay now. If you ask me when I was 35, 36, uh, two years after I was diagnosed with endometriosis, and mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't even know what term to use, mm -hmm. but I was grieving. So I think it's important mm -hmm. that whoever we are with, whether it's a friend or a client, we, you know, we respect where they are. And hopefully my goal is to, because I had health problem and I still have health problem and I find life to be so precious, after 10 years of grieving and, and several ways to, to, to heal, I got to the point where I realized I know who I am. I know my self-worth, which like Jody was saying, womanhood is not attached to motherhood necessarily. And yes, we see it in society, but we can change it. Just like, you know, a hundred years ago as women, we couldn't vote. Uh, we didn't have the same platform that we have now. And we are still working on, on rights of women. But, I hope that in a hundred years, we as women, whether we are child-free by circumstances, childless by circumstances, whatever term you want to use, that we are accepted in society, that we are not pity, whether it's in a religion organization or whether it's like you go to, we're not pity, we're not judged. We are just like, okay, she doesn't have children for whatever reason. And there's a respect attached to that. That's a good point. And uh, Joby, how about you? Well, okay, so just for context, childless would be someone who, a woman who um, cannot conceive or sustain a pregnancy and or circumstantial reasons for not having a child but wanted a child or children. And child-free would be someone who made the decision to not have a child. But because my platform is community driven, I've seen it, that term change throughout the years. When I first started, it was childless or child free. It, it, you know, you didn't cross that. And now I did a, I did a survey before I my first issue of Tudor Journal. And so I could call my own, you know, readers what they wanted to be called. And 55%, um, even though my um, platform is involuntary childless women, 55% wanted to be called child free. Um, and 45% wanted to be called childless. So now I make a, um, a decision to just do childless slash child free, although my um, all my social media handles is at childless women. So it's really objective now. And um, 
some reasons were it, it made them feel more liberated to be called child free. But at, at the end of the day, I just I really do feel that both are the same, one and the same, you know. That's an interesting uh, statistic mm -hmm. there. I, I, I never would have mm -hmm. thought that. And it's interesting to segue mm -hmm. into this next question because we've seen mm -hmm. an energy around both terms. So there's an energy around childless and an energy around child free. So I'm going to bring it to the context of conve this convention, for example. It's it's we're coming from it as a ch from a child free by choice perspective. There's a celebration. There's a sense of happiness, joyfulness about not having kids coming from a child free by choice perspective. How is that seen in the child-free community, or sorry, in the childless community? Is that something that is resented? Is that a projection that maybe we have that it might be be resented because we are celebrating not having kids? What What are your thoughts? Um, I don't. Who wants to answer? Because I don't. I, well, those, I guess those, those who, those who uh, are are um, childless identifying. I, I guess if we can get those answers first, and then uh, everyone else can fill in. So, um, can I answer? Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, Liliana. So the first time I met, I most of my friends have kids, and I'm very lucky they don't they don't judge me, or maybe they don't judge me judge me in front of me. Uh, the first time I met a friend that was child-free by choice, I was jumping for joy. Like, I literally draw my jaws like, what? Uh, it gave me strength. Um, now, having said that, when I started my group and I started to, to learn, I started to learn about, okay, I don't have kids. I want to talk to people that don't have kids on social media. This was happening during the pandemic. I want to relate to people like me. And so I joined all sorts of groups and then I created my own. I was, it did hurt a little bit when I would hear a woman celebrating completely the fact that she didn't have kids. But then I started to understand that there needs to be a conversation because we, like we said many times, we all confront society in a similar way. And as far as the mindset, what I want to accomplish is that we feel good about whether it's our choice or whether, yes, we did not have kids. Like in my case, I wanted to have kids. Um, I didn't go through, like I don't consider myself like somebody that went through uh, IVF many times and, and tried to conceive or had miscarriages. I have a lot of respect for them. I don't work with them because I'm not a therapist. And even as a coach, I don't feel I can support that. Uh, but I grieved too, as a single childless woman at that time, that kind of like missed the train type of thing. So I think it's important for me to say, okay, we unite as much as we can. We respect our diversity. And I feel comfortable now. And it's not easy because some women, I only have 285 women, 84. To be honest, the conversation is not as alive as I want to, but both of them, both the one that are child-free and the one that are childless or, or child-free by something, some of them, they do come into the platform and they respond. So not all of them, but some of them. Um, and yeah, and for me, it's important that the one that feel bad about themselves, they get to the point where they accept their journey because it's a life journey. Mm -hmm. 
and continue to develop themselves. Like, I don't feel any less. I used to, but not now. Real quick, Liliana, congratulations on, on the membership number because some people can't find one other person to talk to. So to have over 200, it's hard. It, it's, it's, it's commendable. It's hard. So I think, that, I think it's great. And that's why I created the platform online because it's like, you know, we don't live in the 1900s. Sorry, I'll stop talking. I'm Italian. But, you know, I mean, we, we are all together and we can talk to people in Australia. I had wonderful conversation with Australia and circumstances women you know we are united as a, as a world so we have that advantage uh, Sharonda, did you want to yeah i'm just look based on movement i'm picking people based on movement. <laughs> so so um unlike liliana i actually do work with women in that population and so i think um it was mentioned before that um this this it's this suffering in silence. And so for me, I think what I learned is that there are seasons that there's this um, this stigma going on for different women, especially a childless, when you um, define childless by someone who has tried to have a child and then cannot. And as someone who is in that category and also as a Christian, so faith-based, there's that stigma like that there's some defect, that there's something wrong with you. And so once I decided, it took me 13 years on this journey to amplify my voice and to give voice to the silence. And so, you know, you just mentioned you can't find one. When I mentioned it, people began to send me private messages about their story. And I realized that we had all been suffering for sil in silence for over a decade. But I think it's meeting people where they are. Um, I, would, mm -hmm. I did used to have that judgment um, about like, man, you don't want any children. Like, out, you like, you can have children, you don't want any. And I, you know, would want some. And then I learned about my ignorance through the judgment and ignorance that I saw in others because I could be at a fertility clinic and there could be a woman sitting there waiting to um, for a treatment and she would have a child with me. And I, my mind, I'd be like, look, like, what you doing here? Like, hold up, save this for someone else who really needs it. But it, it taught me to adjust my lens and the judgment that I was having for other women. Like we all have a desire to want what we want and we shouldn't judge others for the place that they stand in. So if you're celebrating being child free, it's because you have peace in that. Once I was able to have peace in um, the place that I was in, I was able to celebrate that. But that peace for me is transient. Sometimes I don't have it. And what I learned as a therapist and as someone who's been on this journey and who has done therapy on this is that there will be days when you're good and there'll be days when you want. And so it's important to continue the conversation, to hold the space for the people that need it, but also to be able to step back from that and say, hey, be confident and feel good about where you are because your decision is just as important um, invaluable as mine. So that that's where I've learned that from my initial lens of judgment of others. Celebrate with them because they have the right to choose what they want as well. Thanks for sharing that. Definitely. Okay, I'm just going to randomly pick people. Christine? Okay. Um, so I'm going to go directly to the question about the energies. Um, because it does exist. I mean, we all see it and it's it's on social media and there's this division that exists. And I, I think a lot to what Sharonda said that I love so much is meeting people where they are and where we are um, on our journeys. And I think some of that comes from, you know, a very invisible community coming out to, you know, speaking our truths or sharing our stories. And then the fear of being invisible again, mm -hmm. like being erased, you know, 
Um, and I think that's where the child-free and child childless terms, why we hold them so dear, is because they tell our stories and they don't erase us at an individual level, let alone the collective level. And so I think some of that feeling and fear isn't, it's not about someone else's choice not to have children. Like my, my envy is like, wow, I wish I could have been that clear. You know, like, I, I love seeing that. And so I, I celebrate people that are um, childless by choice just as much as I do people that I, I relate directly to in my own experience. And I'm grateful to be at that point in my life and to have that. But I do think there, there are underlying things that speak to that energy. And I, I don't see it so much as a, a resentment as I do, you know, a sensitivity to where we where people are in their journeys as and um, and just it being so different, it's like just completely different ends of the spectrum. If you put a pin in child-free by choice and that clarity and just not being able to understand why you couldn't have a child when you wanted one, right? So we're, we're speaking to those pins sort of, and yet we've all mentioned this spectrum. And so I think even within this collective community, understanding the spectrum as well. And I think when there's more visibility and more acceptance societally, that those different stories will also shine as bright and some things will dissipate because of that or become stronger because of that. Thank you. Uh, Joby, go ahead. Well, a lot of the ladies have pretty much said what I was going to, uh, what I was thinking about, but um, just to piggyback on that, Many women are going through different journeys, different stages of grief. Of um, Some are just finding out that they cannot have children. Um, some have um, can't afford IVF, uh, literally can't afford to be infertile, um, you know, and or some just found out, you know. So it's just pretty much like she said, meeting them where they are and um, but, but then there's another, the, the, there's another all the way at the end where there's women who have thrived beyond childlessness. So let's not forget mm -hmm. them and they're in the same boat as what you're talking about now. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not monolithic um, as far as childless women um, because there are different um, um, journeys and stages that they're in as far as dealing with it. So like me, I've it's over 20 years, so it's not as raw to me as it would be to someone um, that just found out that they can't have children. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just the different triggers. Um, mm -hmm. I, probably it's pretty much social media because it's, you know, a lot of times people are around like-minded people. So a lot of times I don't know anyone personally or I know one person. One person um, that is childless by choice, who I'm a personal friend with, but she doesn't boast about it and, you know, um, talk about it much. So it's never been a conversation piece for me to be triggered by that. So I haven't, I haven't had that experience. But talking to women around the world, um, you know, it's, it's just different stages they're in because there's a lot of women that I talk to who have thrived and are at that place that you speak of. Thank you. And Denise, mm -hmm. go ahead. Um, I found through, because I was supposed to go from childless and child-free, um, and I've kind of got a lot of feedback from everybody in terms of this. So there actually is a childless and child-free um, culture clash. 
um, where these two, the two groups of people don't always integrate. And it's because like, on the inside, the child has agreed with the child they never had, um, whilst the child free a combination of relaxed, empowered or politicised. For example, the, the young 30-something pilot strikers out there who declare they're not giving birth until something's done about the environment. But at the other end of the emotion scale, people are heartbroken about not having children. And then amongst all this, you've got the procreators and they just don't get it. They're congratulating the childless for their light global footprint and calling the child free selfish and baby haters. That's very interesting. <laughs> and so do you, you ladies think that the terms child free and childless will age well meaning do you think that there'll be a, a necessary descriptor in the future so we'll just start with denise if you want to start this one off um sorry i haven't thought about this question yet um bear with me. <laughs> um yes in the childless child communities they kind of get it um seven years on i in, in my project, I still have to explain it. I think slowly people are starting to understand the vocabulary. Um, and that's probably because I start conversations like, you know, you're talking what you're working on and I tell them. Um, so I kind of raise these conversations um, through my images. Um, regarding the rest of them, it's just a slow journey, but we're on the way, I think. Yeah, Sharonda, how about you? I think we, with the changing in the generations, I think that there are going to be more people that want to be child free and it will become like anything else that just takes root and grows. I think we're seeing a level of independence in younger people that I've never seen in my lifetime. So I don't know mm -hmm. that um, there'll be so much um, ambiguity to it. I think that there's going to be this level of absolute certainty about what they want and um, definition and they're going to run with it. Okay. Yeah. Christine, how about you? Yeah. So you're speaking about both terms, right? Did these... Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. 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 I think um, I love what you just said, Sharonda. And adding to that, I think that as we develop not, not only social, you know, beyond social assumptions um, and our visibility as a collective community, I think that when we're recognized in places, you know, where we're not now, like the workplace and in family policy, you know, when those things start to be inclusive as well, I think there'll be maybe less need for those. And it's okay if we still need them, you know, for our personal narratives or of a way of distinguishing that. But I, I would love to see, and I know it's slow as we've all said, but where it's just, you know, people don't have children and they don't have to explain that. And if they want to, or they're in a place to share that story, they can identify it with what that journey was rather than so much the label leading it with all these assumptions or even why we're having this conversation today. Good points. Liliana. Yeah, like uh, Christine was saying, I'm not worried about the terms. Um, I have to be honest, at the beginning, I said, oh, the childless term bothered me. It doesn't really matter. I think, uh, like Christine was saying, once we unite and we continue you know, 10, 20, 50 years from now, I think as we continue the effort to be present and change policy and be normalized, everybody can keep their own term if they want to use whatever term they want to use, but it's important how we are portrayed, how we portray ourselves in society. And also the 
the internal feeling that we have about ourselves. Like, I want my women to go from feeling depressed or that life is not good to them because they cannot have children to the point where they accept to redefine themselves because life continues in stages. And not just because, okay, now personally I'm 50, so you know I'm over. No, no, no. Even if I was 35, I want to be able to inspire women to say, okay, we grieve, we continue to grieve, but in the meantime, we also use that muscle of mindset to know that we are worthy of love, we are worthy of a wonderful life, even if we didn't have the opportunity, and I'm talking about the childless or the child-free circumstances, to have children. You can still have a wonderful life. It took me a long time to get to this point, and maybe it's because I'm aging, so I think like, oh, I don't have a lot of time left. I don't know how much time I have, and I have health problems. I don't want a person to come to that realization like me. I yeah. hope that we can come to that realization towards through through therapy, through I don't know, through some other means. You know, you don't have to be a. a I'm not saying I'm dying, but you don't have to be uh, dealing with health problems in order to realize that life is precious um, and and really take the time that you have to to live to to be alive. Yeah, thank you, Joby. How about you? Well, the fact that you said age well, and although it's not about this, when I uh, when I heard age well, I was also, I was also thinking about how both are interchanged, and uh, both of us um, think about being elder orphans or childless elders, and what's going to happen to me when I get older, and that is a concern that comes in our minds, and with it being a patriarchic society. We're always going to be asked, "Do you have kids?" I mean, not. I mean, just recently, um, an, um, someone walking when I was on the porch the other morning, she um, came and talked to me at the fence and asked me, "Did I have children?" And when I said no, she just her whole dem um, demeanor just changed into like pity. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I could think of was, "Girl, if you knew why, you really feel sorry for me." <laughs> but I don't. I didn't even go into it. But um, that's just how society deems someone that says they don't have children as, as if that means we don't have purpose mm -hmm. and that is very far from the truth there uh, we have purpose we can leave a legacy there are so many things that we can leave a mark in life regardless of having children or not so hopefully that um in the future it won't start with that and mm -hmm. but um, it, we would have to be that change if it if it was to change yeah. yeah, and thank you for your thoughts. Thank you, everyone, mm -hmm. for your thoughts on this this topic. Uh, if there is anything that you would like to plug or promote, things that you're working on, this is a great time to do it. We'll start with Denise and let us find out more about how people might be able to get in touch with you. Um, I'm Den the only Denise Falcon in this world. I'm not Falcon, so Denise Falcon Instagram, I'm Denise Falcon photographer, so I'm quite easy to find online. I've got my book online, I've got prints online, I've got my new videos online, so... Um, yeah. Denise is online, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> Rhonda, how about you? Um, I am also uh, at S4 on all social media platforms. 
I also have the podcast, That Infertility Chick. My book, Chasing Rainbows, is on Amazon, other places, and where books are sold. And you can also text H-O-P-E, HOPE, to 833-766-0818. Again, that is text HOPE, H-O-P-E, to 833-766-0818 to connect with me and to learn how to amplify your voice after suffering in silence. Thank you, Sharonda. And Christine. Beautiful. Yeah, um, we've more recently launched the new Legacy Institute, where we are taking on policy in the workplace, public policy, and looking at elements of shifting social equity, including DEIB initiatives, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. You can find us at newlegacyinstitute.com, and all of our handles are on there. Um, oh, also, on every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, we do a live radio broadcast on voiceamerica.com. Wonderful, wonderful. Everybody tune in. Liliana. I am on uh, lilivglobal.com. That's my website. And the Facebook group that I have for child-free women and also childless women or child-free by circumstances is called uh, Redefining Child-Free and Single. We celebrate this. And everything is on my website. Excellent. And Joby? Well, my website is tutum, T-U-T-U-M, global.com. And um, it's, it's starting to revamp and even more so into wellness with, um, and coming soon in a few months, we'll have a directory of therapists and life coaches and counselors for um childless and child-free women who needs um, counseling. There will be childless and child-free therapists available as well as those who aren't childless, but they'll have a training from us. And also, um, Tudum Journal is the magazine and um, open to all childless and child-free writers. Um, fall um, issue is the belonging issue, our theme, and the winter is the joy issue. So I welcome you to um, submit um, articles and poems to the, um, the magazine. And you can follow me at um, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Childless Women. So you can just put in the, um, the website and slash Childless Women and you can find me. So I look forward to hearing from you all. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, so, so much for being here, for being candid with your thoughts. Uh, this has been the Child Free and Childless Alliance panel. Uh, this conversation is far from over, <laughs> but we will let you go <laughs> for now. So, again, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.